Gal Hammond. And I'm Phoebe Fowler. And we want to welcome you to the October 2023 episode of the In the Distance Oblivious playlist podcast. Every month, we pick 11 songs of pretty much any genre or any time period that we put into a changing Spotify playlist. This podcast will be an actual recording of the odd and ritual-filled ceremony we go through each month to select those songs. Our podcast is never intended to be overly professional. It's basically unscripted, just two random people sitting around talking about music and why we often like and sometimes dislike each other's musical tastes. Welcome to October. Yay, October. Spooky season. It's, 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 it's the fall. Woo. I think we have the potential of coming out with a playlist that is very, that goes together well. Yes, I can see that happening, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Depending on what we end up picking. Depending on, <laughs> or whether, it could be depending a really on whether strange. You, you pick the right things or not. Why is it always on me? Because I always pick the right ones. <laughs> Do you have any sort of prediction on how you will do? Hmm. I would guess I'm going to do, I'll get seven or eight right. Mm -hmm. You, I could see us tying or you getting nine. Oh, no, 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 no. I feel like the songs that I'm going to pick are totally obvious. I feel like the stuff, the stuff I'm going to pick is, is you, sh- you should have no doubt about. It's obvious to you, though. <laughs> I, I say I don't know. I, I I don't know. I haven't cracked reading your mind yet. So. Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're going to win. I think you're going. I think I'm going to get eight, and I think you're going to get nine. Hmm. I don't have a problem with that. Uh huh. I know you don't. <laughs> I do really like your songs this month, though. They're well, pretty cool. You. Yeah. Thank you. I like I like yours. There's a couple that are a little out there, but I think. Well, I'm a little out there. Uh, so. uh, yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't be surprised, <laughs> and I'm not. No, I, I think I think we both I think we both have solid submissions here. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. I think so. I'm excited. So as always, we come in having submitted ten songs to each other, which we've already done, and you can find the links to those submissions in the show notes. Now we're going to take turns narrowing those 20 songs down first to 10, then eventually to the 11 songs that will become the finished playlist. And I am going to start off the ceremony by first picking one of Phoebe's songs. So this is Jessica Hoop. Her song Red, White, and Black from the album Stone Child that she released in 2019. And she has previously been in the playlist. Once before? Yes, I think. I think this is the second time in the playlist. Yes, that is correct. Ooh. According to the spreadsheet. <laughs> I like the the push the push and pull of this song. The I that's a good that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I think a lot of songs in our playlist this time, in our submissions, had a really nice little rhythm in yes. different ways. But like, I often found myself in the car, like, either dancing along or drumming on the dashboard along, you know? Mm-hmm. I really, really like her. I feel like she's incredibly unique in our play. She stands out to me in our playlist. 
I and like, I don't really I, think there's a whole lot of other people like her out there. I, I agree with you. And it's sort of a magical thing. It's not something that I think is easily defined. Mm -hmm. It feels like the whole song is surrounding you and overwhelming you a bit. Almost like you're out in the ocean and just like, getting beat up against the uh -huh. waves. Or, or <laughs> sort of holding you and consoling you in a way also. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I think that concludes our first pick. So next, I am picking one of yours. This is the wonderful Mark Ribot with Esther Balint. The song is The Lost Soul. It's from the album I Am a Pilgrim, Doc Watson at, 100, at 100. And you know the story of this record? It's Doc Watson's 100th anniversary of his birth, and a whole bunch of people covered oh. Doc Watson's songs, this being one of them. Oh, that's cool. The other artists include people like Steve Earle, mm -hmm. Roseanne Cash, formerly of Charlottesville, Virginia, Corey Harris, uh, our, our, our patron saint, Dolly Parton. Dolly. Yep. Esther Balint, I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, um, is a singer and violinist. She has performed with your close personal friend, John Lurie. Oh. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, <laughs> but I like her anyway. Um, there's a quote from Esther about working with Mark Ribot. She said, it also reminded me of something I already innately knew, but sometimes forget that when, that when you go further emotionally, it can always help you meet all kinds of demands. When all else fails, just be soulful. See, I love the guitar in this. Yeah. Right? And most people know of him, or I know of him initially as a longtime collaborator of Tom Waits. Yes. He appeared on a lot of Waits records I can and maybe still totally does. Totally see that. Yeah, yeah definitely. You said Wasn't this, he previously in the playlist? He was in the playlist once before with, uh, with uh, uh, Los Cubanos. Yes. Um, oh, that was a good one. That was early, too. That was like 2020, I want to say. February 21. Oh, 21. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what was the group? Los Cubanos. Yes, Los Cubanos. Yeah, that was good. Time <laughs> for me to pick one of mine. Oh, yeah. The more I listen to Willis Allen Ramsey, the more I just can't get enough. I just, there's something. I fucking love this dude. There's something so wonderfully fun about right? this. So this is Northeast Texas Women by Willis Allen Ramsey uh, from his one and only self-titled debut record in 1972. I, I, I gotta say, like, my playlist is kind of the 70s show. <laughs> I would definitely say that. Uh-huh. But it's good. This is really good. It's so wonderfully goofy. And yeah. like, I love the wonderful sort of homemade feel of this. Yes. That it just sounds <laughs> like it's him and his buddies sitting in the back room, just like having fun being goofy. And I like to know of the artists that he listened to and that he looked up to. See if there's anybody you know that I haven't heard of before. I mean, he's old enough that, you know, like, a lot of his influences are probably, you know, like 50s crooners. And mm -hmm. Isn't that cool, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can hear some of that in there. Mm -hmm. The other thing I love about this song is like I love how it like starts kind of goofy, mm -hmm. and then it ends, and the, the car drives away, yeah. and then the car comes back, <laughs> and it's like... Right. 
No, we ain't done yet. It's like, never mind. No, no <laughs> we still got a little more. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Al is making a face, everyone. So this is David McCallum from the album Music, A Bit More of Me, that he released in 1967. <laughs> you don't like it? No! Actually, that's not even true. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> That's not even. I, it's not that I don't like it. I kind of do like it, but I don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? What's going on here? <laughs> you are so weird, Phoebe. What? Like what? You knew that when you started dating me. Don't be surprised now. What is going on with this song? <laughs> don't it, don't it, don't think. Just listen. It Just does. Listen. It sounds like. <laughs> background music from I Spy. <laughs> which it probably was. Kind of makes me want to wear like a giant trench coat and just walk around and pose. It makes me want to wear movements. It makes me want to wear slacks and a turtleneck. <laughs> can you though so I can see what you look like in it? I think that'd be pretty cool. No, there's like lots of really good songs in your in your submissions. Mm -hmm. I'm sad some others aren't getting in. That's all I'll say. <laughs> and what I said earlier about we have the potential of having a playlist that everything goes together oh, really dang. well. <laughs> well, maybe nine of them. So next, I think it's my turn to pick one of yours. Correct. So this is Ben Harper, the song Below Sea Level that he released last year, 2022. I didn't know it was that new. Yeah, from his album, Bloodline Maintenance. Where'd you find this? Why'd you, put, why'd you submit this? What's the story? So I found it after you told me your Ben Harper story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I started listening to him just a little bit more uh -huh. and I think he's a cool dude or uh -huh. whatever. I wasn't really super into it. And then for some reason, I don't know, I found not this song first, another song from this album, Bloodline Maintenance. And I listened to this one, I was like, ooh. Uh-huh. This has to go. It's pretty nice. Yeah. I really like it. It kind of reminds me of um, the cover of Ohio that we have mm -hmm. in the playlist along those lines. Uh-huh. You're picking one of mine? Yes, I am. Well, Al is nodding his head, so that means he's actually happy this time with what I picked. This is Harry Nielsen with Early in the Morning from the album Nielsen Schmilson in 1971. You're in that Continu 70s groove, Continuing baby. the 70s theme. This is Harry's second appearance. Yes, it is. And I don't know if you noticed, but we've had two songs that we hopefully checked the dates on of when they were last, because both this yeah. and the Willis Allen Ramsey, yes. I think, were both in the last July. Time. Yeah, yep. When we have to wait three months, and yes. it's been three months. Yes, it has. And I checked these dates. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I did, frankly. But I, <laughs> 
Yeah, his work is his Harry Nielsen's such an interesting character. Isn't like, he? He was one of the first people to do lots of vocal overdubs. Oh. Of his own voice. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. He was one of the first major people to achieve a lot of success without really performing live shows and doing tours. That's impressive. Yeah. All right. Uh, that marked what number six? Now uh, I'm picking one of yours. Mine. Yes, you are. You have to say something intelligent. I doubt this is any great surprise. This is the band Sundown Songs. The title of the song is Down the Rocky Road. The album is like a jazz band in Nashville from 2008. What do you think of this? I love this. Who the heck are they? <laughs> there's Did you very, find any information? Because I didn't. There's very little information. Mm -hmm. The one thing I found makes me happy mm -hmm. from American Songwriter website quote, one of the most influential New Orleans albums of the last 10 years came packaged in a brown paper bag like a bottle of cheap booze. Sundown Song's 2008 deb debut, Like a Jazz Band in Nashville, collects 20 austere, rambling, surprisingly deft country tunes and one recipe for bacon pie sung and played by a ragtime collection of traveler kids who sound like they nor know more about Woody Guthrie than Jelly Roll Morton. Mm -hmm. They were so poor they had to record at a friend's shotgun shack, burn the CDs themselves, and cut the Xeroxed album art by hand. And it still sounds this amazing? It's, isn't this amazing? Wow. There's a number of people that were quoted as liking this album and being influenced by them, including mm -hmm. The Daylons. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Uh huh. I will say this I'm about Spotify: that Spotify has done a really good job lately of finding me obscure stuff that I had never heard of. Before. And they found you this. Yes. Man, I'm jealous. Yep. <laughs> I need more. Yeah, and they just did the one album, right? I believe they did a follow-up record, but it's not. It doesn't seem to be available anywhere. Oh, okay. I think it's time for you to pick one of yours. Indeed. The last pick I can make of my own songs. I don't think this is a surprise at all. This is the Be Good Tanya's Out of the Wilderness from the album Hello Love that they released in 2006. Their last record. The yeah. amount of times I have listened to this album <laughs> Is this your favorite of theirs? No. Mm -hmm. And I would say it's one of my favorites, but I can, a lot of the songs on this album, I'm looking at it right now, are one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> And you actually introduced me to the Be Good Tanyas. They're a wonderful, they're a wonderful, unique blend of voices and talents and influences. Yes. And this is Frazee Ford leading, I believe singing so. lead on this song. I believe so. She was there. Who is also amazing. Yeah, and has been in our playlist she several has. times. Yeah, I hesitated even submitting any of their songs because you know it so well. Uh -huh. And I listen to it so often, but then I heard it again recently. It's like, uh, I don't have to do it. Gotta, gotta, <laughs> gotta go there. 
Yeah, it's too bad that they're not making music together anymore. I totally agree. Man, I feel like I missed out. So you're picking one of my next then, right? So this is Laura Marling, her song, Hope We Meet Again, from the album Song for Our Daughter that she released in 2020. The start the, of our playlist adventure. And this is her third appearance? It is her third time in the and playlist. And I think all right. three are from the same record. It right? is. Held Down, which I first submitted, and then Strange Girl, which you submitted mm -hmm. the second time, and this is the third one. No offense to the other two. This is this is, this is amazing. Yep. So I went back and listened to this album, mm -hmm. and I just listened to it all the way through. And I was like, wait, why haven't... Why, 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 right? I was like, what the something? fuck? <laughs> I was like, hold on now, there's a gem amongst so, the other gems. <laughs> there's there's a video of her doing this solo Ooh. live that, if you didn't love the song already, it's lovely. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that video. And I haven't watched any videos uh -huh, at all. Uh -huh. <laughs> also, I feel like we've seen her in videos before. Watching her sing this song live in this mm -hmm. video takes her to a new level for oh, me. man. Both in terms of her performance, but also just in terms of her, she's like a weird little creature <laughs> in an ama amazing way. I think she'd be really cool to see live. I believe it. Yeah. She's got a really good quality singing voice, and she, like some people sound better on records, like I believe her live. Yeah. You know? That was nine. Yep. Shoot. I have a very tough decision There's to make. There's like lots of good songs that are not going to get in. Yeah, yeah. And whatever I pick is not going to be what you want me to pick. I'm certain of that. <laughs> that's, that's the way this is going. Uh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The Tina Definitely Tambourine has spoken. Yep. For the meters, just kiss my baby. From 1974, <laughs> Rejuvenation album. I knew the meters were a big deal. Mm -hmm. I don't think I knew how much of a big deal the meters were. I read something that like them and James Brown defined yep. funk. I also didn't know that the meters frontman is Art Neville of the Neville Brothers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, my dad is a huge meters fan. I can uh, see why. Sly Stone, all of them. <laughs> the Meters were the backing band for Lee Dorsey, Robert Palmer, <laughs> Dr. John, yeah. and Alan Toussaint. I hear all of that uh -huh. in there. Yes. And the Meters became the backup band for Alan Toussaint and his whole record label at the time, wow. which included a whole lot of people. In 1975, Paul McCartney invited them to play at the release party for his Venus and Mars album <laughs> that came out. Among those in attendance was Mick Jagger, who invited them to be the opening act on a Stones tour. This is where it started, yep. baby. Yep. I think it. they were already a huge deal yeah. before that, but that yeah. made them even bigger. Man, this is so freaking cool. Yep. I need to listen to this more. <laughs> it's good stuff. Good God. <laughs> and this is one that I was I was saying like I like 
I'm like always drumming along in the car. Uh huh. Yeah, you're definitely hitting us with the '70s vibes. We've got an interesting little thing here. We've got an interesting mix, as we often do. We do. Nicely done. God, it is all over the place. I freaking love it. going to compare our ballots that we marked before the ceremony began to see how we did player number one who rotates each month who in this case is al will ring the chime of thelonious the correct number of rings corresponding to my number of picks then phoebe who is player number two will ring the chime in the same manner Whoever has the most correct votes will then pick two songs. Either songs that didn't get picked already from this playlist or any song that they want. And the loser in the voting will select one of those two songs for the final pick. So, in case of a tie, which happens often, we have a tiebreaker. Our mascot signed foul ball from a Richmond Flying Squirrels game, also known as the Ball of Squirrely Confusion, will decide any ties in the voting process. Whoever holds said ball, which is now me, will thereby be pronounced the winner in case of a tie. And therefore, the Lord Protector of Frank, also known as the Primate of All-Star Supremacy, for the following month. So, Al, you're up with the chime. Seven. Oh, okay. Seven. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, great. It's my turn. Yes. Eight. I got eight. Congratulations. Whoa. I'm so shocked. <laughs> you did well. You I did. did. Well. I did and all right. I did right. not well, but that's all right. Considering we have both gotten six before, anything above that, I was good in my opinion. At one Jeez. point, I was at one point I was fearing the five. Oh yeah, mm. Oof, yeah. I was honestly like, the first few did not look good for me. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Thank you very much. So, as the winner of this month's playlist, and as the once again crowned Lord Protector of Frank, the two songs that I'm selecting for Al to pick from are Stevie Wonder's Pastime Paradise and the Paul Butterfield Blues Band, I Got My Mojo Working. So Al, which of these would you like to pick? Was this the correct pick? Um, I kind of couldn't really decide. Yeah. I wanted both of them to be in. I think I like this one a little bit more, 
But the other one is also like so fun that I would have been happy if it was into. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I, this is also one that I was hesitant about putting in the playlist just because it's Stevie Wonder. It's like, mm -hmm. come on. But it's such a good song. It's not, it's a well known Stevie Wonder song, but it's not one of his hits. You know? Yeah. And like, the reason most people know this song is not because of Stevie Wonder, no. right? <laughs> so funny. Gangster Paradise. I'll, <laughs> I'll do respect to Coolio, but like, <laughs> kind of the reason that song is so good is because of this melody. Yes, right? it's like, so I good. Mean, like, Coolio's fine, but like, that's what made this song memorable for yep. a lot of people. So, uh, the song that you chose is, of course... Pastime Paradise by Stevie Wonder from his album Songs in the Key of Life which that he released is, in 1976. Which is just a, a fantastic, fantastic album. album. <laughs> oh, yeah, so good. I was looking at the songs. You know, like, I, I'm well known to be a Stevie fan. And I was looking at the songs on this album and mm -hmm. I was like, wait, that song's on here too? <laughs> Man. And also, like, it speaks to what a genius he was that like I don't know about this album in particular but like a lot of his records he played pretty much everything mm -hmm. and there's so many intricate little subtle parts yes. going on in the background the that, amount of talent and just intuition you yeah. have to have to make that work yeah and to come up with all that on your right. own that's crazy put all that and produce it yourself and do everything is it's yeah. He's he's That's a talent. Level. He's one of the biggest talents of, of our lifetime. Yeah, definitely. It's also interesting to me how like you can listen to music, really well produced music from any era, and mm -hmm. this is certainly among that. It's timeless. It doesn't That's what it said, this yeah. doesn't sound old. Nope. This sounds like it could have been made last week. And how do you do that? It's just so good. What? 45 years ago or something? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. You just got to be that guy. <laughs> we have a pretty good playlist here. We've got I'm a fantastic playlist. Yay. Yeah, I'm super happy with it. We always do. And, like, thank you for thank you for bringing some wonderful songs and some songs that I might not have, like, <laughs> figured out what the fuck was going the on. New but there's, there's still, there's still, like... I love this stuff. Thank uh, you. It's so fun. Thank you. This was a pleasure, as always. So let's talk about a few songs that didn't get in that we both submitted. Yeah. And I know you got your mojo working. <laughs> what do you think of... I know you like this song because you... you, you gave it as one of your your two uh, my final your two all-star picks yep this is what I think uh-huh and listeners Phoebe is shaking <laughs> it and I don't just mean the tambourine <laughs> this is so fun it's such a fun song I love it do you remember the song from the 70s fooled around and fell in love no, it's a not pretty bad pop song. It's a pretty bad things. pop song. It's done by the Elvin Bishop group. I don't think I know it. Elvin Bishop 
is the guitar player here. <laughs> Elvin Bishop and Elvin Bishop and Paul Butterfield were the two original. Like when they got together, uh -huh. that's when the that's when the Paul Butterfield Blues Band. That's very hard to say. Yes. Initially formed. And Elvin Bishop was an interesting character. He's a blues guitarist, but also like did some pop music. And the Elvin Bishop group did not feature Elvin Bishop singing. <laughs> Curiously, the person who did sing mm -hmm. with the Elvin Bishop group was Mickey Thomas, who later went on to be in Jefferson Starship. <laughs> it's a small It's world. a fun little circle. Right this music life but this being this being the better song yeah. of any of those like <laughs> it, it went downhill from here yeah this also has like a good fun rhythm and what a great freaking harmonica player. yeah definitely it's pretty fun this is Samantha Rise with Keep Your Silver Shined released uh, a few years ago 2018 this is also another one I'm, I'm realizing that I had like three or four songs that I submitted that I was completely unsure of what you think about them mm -hmm. and this is one of them I like it I think it's nice I like her voice I like the mood but also wasn't sure if you would even like this song I really kind of didn't like it at first and uh -huh. then the more I listened to it the more it's still not one of my favorites of yours, but I, I liked it more and more. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's a little too jazzy. Oh, my God. You with the jazziness. Uh-huh. How is it jazzy? I picture... I picture... And it has like a, I picture a in, moving, pushing force to it. I picture interpretive dancers behind her in gloves doing Christ. interpretive jazz hands dance. But somebody that claims to like jazz, you have a lot of fucking problems when people do jazz. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with people that do vocal jazz. God, why do you hate vocal jazz so much? Because it's 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 jazz handsy. What? How is how is it jazz handsy? It's not like they're doing a fucking musical. Come on now. It just doesn't appeal to me. Mm. Wow, we are different in so many ways sometimes. <laughs> I do like this. I, I, and the more I listen to there's also a nice video of this. But it goes past that. Do You you don't hear that? that it does a lot of things really well. It's really good. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> and this is what makes it fun, because we are different and we submit and we, different we, things. We disagree. Yeah. It's funny, like, Spotify knows that we're dating, but it also knows that we are two very fucking different people. <laughs> Spotify knows that we're dating, but Spotify also knows that we don't like each other. <laughs> no, I, if I were to come upon, if I were to come across this song, mm -hmm. my first reaction would be, "This is a song that Phoebe will love." <laughs> See, after what you just mm -hmm. said, though, I feel like that's not a compliment. <laughs> I appreciate the no, effort. It's, it's a song that like I would introduce to you, and it's uh -huh. like, I bet you would love this song. All right, you're saving yourself. <laughs> then you can keep like, it to yourself. And this is not jazzy. <laughs> like, look at you. Look at you doing your little jazzy dance over there. This is, you just this can't is claim everything thing. is jazz. Boom, <laughs> <laughs> 
So I said I was curious about the previous song. I'm mm. really curious what you thought of Sister Sinead by Christopher Clapperson. <laughs> I think this is the only one of yours in the playlist that I didn't really care for. Mm -hmm. And tell me why. Too country, to Chris Christopherson? To Chris Christopherson and country, but the subsection of country that like I don't really care about because it needs to do more for me. Mm -hmm. You need to be more heart-wrenching or you need to be more something else. It's like this <laughs> mid-section mm -hmm. <laughs> it sounds really harsh. But I think he's an incredibly talented guy. I need something more. Mm -hmm. And that's what this is for me. And you know the story of the song? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know the story it. of him and her? No, not him and her. So I know of what he's talking about, but... So the story is, is she went on Saturday Night Live, tore up a picture of the Pope, got tremendous backlash. She then, shortly mm. after that, was performing at a birthday concert for Bob Dylan. She walked on stage and was booed immediately. And he was next up, and he was told to go on stage and pull her off. Wow. And he said, <sighs> fuck Audacity. you. And he walked on stage and said, don't let the bastards get you down. And she responded, don't worry, I won't. And he wrote this song cool. in honor of her. That's sweet. Based on that. And that's See, what I appeals love that. to it yeah. for me is like that it's a cross-genre thing. It's mm -hmm. a cross-generational thing. It's a cross-style thing of like somebody from a vastly different genre standing up for art yep. in a cool way. I I respect that. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Again, it, I don't really... Musically, it, it didn't do it. Nope. That's fine. I think the subject matter is great. It's awesome. And I, even more so hearing that story, uh -huh. and I know of the story a little bit, but the song just does not do it for me. So this is Oh Death by Ralph Stanley. As we know, from the album Man of Constant Sorrow. This is one that I want to know your opinion. What the hell do you think of this, Al? He's a, he's a legend, he's yeah. amazing. And his voice is recognizable and amazing yep. and thoughtful and poignant. And I get, that, I get the historical significance of this song I get that this song was in uh -oh. that movie <laughs> yes no I like it I really do like this song mm -hmm. I mean I didn't think I was going to pick it and I didn't think that you were going to pick it I wanted to put it in there just yep. to make you listen to it yeah um, and because I really like the song this specific band right here is are the parameters for the mountain music bluegrass shit that I like to listen to uh huh uh huh I went more to this stuff, right? Do you know if this was recorded specifically for the movie, or was this recorded, or is this older? I'm not sure. Yeah. But I, I don't know, I had it in my head that he did, the whole album was of the songs in that movie, but I'm, I actually don't really know. Mm-hmm.
playlist and our silly little podcast are updated and released around the first of each month. We're recorded monthly in the warm and cozy hug of the old Manchester Law Studios in Richmond, Virginia. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please both subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends, nothing beats good people talking to good people. If you'd like to hear the music we've been talking about, please subscribe and listen to our finished and ordered playlist on Spotify by searching for In the Distance Oblivious. And visit our podcast home on the internet at itdo.name where you can find links to all of our playlist fun as well as videos of a lot of the songs that we're talking about. For background about the ceremony, the history of the playlist, and to hear comments about a few former playlist favorites, we recommend listening to our intro episode if you haven't already done that. If you have questions or suggestions, please feel free to drop us an email at music at itdo.name. Thanks to 1792 Small Batch Bourbon for help in recording this month. <laughs> Thanks to andrewhersey.com for artistic and other inspirations. Our theme music is from Red Eye by Ease Jamie Jams. Accordion music is by Andrew Huang. And other background music is always credited in our show notes. Thanks to Willis Allen Ramsey. Thanks to Ben Harper. Thanks to Carl. Thanks, Joe. And thanks, Frank. Please keep listening and tell your friends.